Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What's up? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of Let's Talk About It podcast. So let me get right into it. I got a lot of shit to say. This is going to be a rant-filled episode, or possibly a rant-filled episode. I know this first topic I want to talk about is going to be somewhat of a rant, but yeah, so just like the title says, is... One listen are one listen album reviews ruining hip hop. This came from an old Jake Hogue tweet where he basically stated that one listen album reviews are fucking up hip hop. His words exactly. Uh, so I want to share my thoughts on that simply because this was an old tweet back in 2013. Now, I don't remember what album. Or if he did put out an album in 2013 and he was feeling some type of way that niggas listened to it one time and maybe maybe he was subtweeting me. Shit. Because I, I am, I guess, guilty of the one time listen. But I'm going to expound on that. But um, yeah, it was retweeted on my timeline and I know why it was because somebody was basically trying to uh, sub me because I guess they felt a way about my, my quote one time in quotation marks, listen of Lupe Fiasco's album that I recently did an album review on last week on, on my two cents podcast. Once again, you want to go over there and check out that podcast. I just review albums on that podcast. You will not hear album reviews or my thoughts on albums on this podcast. So if you just want to know my thoughts about like album reviews or music and shit, uh, you know, my current favorite songs of the year or, you know, albums of the year and stuff, uh, those are episodes that I will have uh, done on that, that podcast. So, Go over there, hit that follow as well. Um, and yeah, yeah, right out. But basically, let me let me, let me tell you who is ruining hip-hop, though. What is ruining hip-hop? It's not those who listen to an album and share their initial thoughts on an album. No. It's sensitive-ass rappers who don't understand the meaning of subjectivity of being subjective it's those who will not it's those hypocrites out there both rappers and uh their fans who will never make arguments like one listen album or first listen uh reviews uh ruin are is ruining hip-hop they'll never make that type of statement if everybody's first listen or just only listen to an album was positive, right? 
Now, I don't know how J. Cole feels about it now, because again, like I said, that tweet was sent off in 2013. Maybe he's on a different wavelength right now, right? As, you know, J. Cole stands always like to say, if you don't understand J. Cole, you're on a different wave. He He's on a higher wavelength and shit and all that other stuff, which is odd because, you know, again, I don't remember listening to a J. Cole album in 2013, but if I did, I shared my honest thoughts on it, just like I shared my honest thoughts about his KOD album. I liked KOD after my first listen, and then even after listening to it again, I still like it. So, J. Cole, (laughs) I know you said that in 2013, and if you're listening to this right now, I want to know your thoughts. Because, and and if y'all want to know my thoughts about the KOD album, once again, go over to the My Two Cents podcast, hit that follow, or just go search it. That review came out months ago, when KOD came out, I'm assuming. So, with that being said, uh, and I'm saying I'm assuming because I was reviewing a couple albums later than they actually did come out, so... uh, what it is though, KOD wasn't a recent album that I just reviewed. I just reviewed the No Name album prior to play, press and play on this episode. But with that being said, uh, my KOD album review is up there. And I will tell you, without spoiling it, because I want you to go listen to it, that I like that album after my first listen. Now, what people get upset, it's odd because... People typically got upset with me because I was the quote hater of every album, right? Everything that they liked, I I I quoted. I mean, they quoted. I quote them, claiming that I hated it. When in actuality, it's just that I didn't like it. Trust me. If there's an album that I hate, <laughs> that I hate listening to, uh, it's probably an album from an artist that I wasn't a fan of. Um, because what people do not seem to understand, and I've said this many a times in my album reviews, is how I decide if I want to listen to an album review from an artist or not, is one, if I'm a fan of that artist, that's number one. Number two, if I liked their previous or previous projects, right? Multiple. Now, if they're a debut artist, right, if it's their first album and I, how I decide if I want to listen to them, A, once again, if I heard features or songs from them um, leading up to their their first album that I was like, I got to fuck with this artist. I got to give, I got to listen to their debut album. Heck, that's how I got, became a fan of Kendrick Lamar. My first introduction to Kendrick was on uh, J-Rock's Hood Gon' Love It. I said, yo, whoever this dude is, he is nice. Looked him up, saw, uh, found out about his, uh, Section 80, found out about other shit, listened to Good Kid, Mad City, loved it after my first listen. So, people, this sensitivity that y'all have has nothing to do with the amount of time someone listens to an album. And that's my problem with folks. They 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 will try to 
in their mind convince me to like an album by saying you need to listen to it again you need to listen to it again you need to trust me first of all it's not that i don't do i always listen to albums one time no my reviews though are my initial thoughts about the album whatever album i listen to just like the recent album i just i i listened to uh or i just reviewed the no name album i review i listen to the albums beginning to end once i don't make stops between the day blah 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 no because i know a lot of people they tend to listen to half an album and then they come back at it another time that to me is it's kind of weird because i gotta listen to it all in one setting you know it's kind of like if you're watching a movie at a movie theater you know it's 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 like you don't you don't watch it halfway through and then stop and go throughout go go you know on with your day and then come back to that theater because you can't do that because then you're gonna have to repay for a ticket if you don't sneak in and get caught you're gonna have to repay for a ticket go inside and then have to sit through the parts you already saw just so you can see the second half of the movie that you did not see because you walked out the first time now i know listening to albums isn't as dramatic or tedious as someone who would do that but to me it's just as pointless in my mind if you know not everyone has everyone has 24 hours of the day but not everyone's 24 hours is the same you know and no it doesn't take 24 hours or should it take someone 24 hours to listen to an album or watch a movie or anything of that nature but how i listen to albums is I like to listen to it from beginning to the end. Now, if it's a completely trash, terrible album, and I'm totally, f- and I'm, because there's been a couple, there's been a couple albums where I was just like, you know what, I am not going to continuously sit through this. There's been a couple, uh, quite a few. I won't even say a couple. Uh, some albums I've listened to, and I was like, you know, what? I can't, I can't, I can't sit through this. And those albums didn't even even get a review. They were that bad. I didn't want to just upload a review of me shitting on this album. That's how that's how thoughtful I am to the artists, to the artist fans. That even if it's an album that I totally hated, albums that I actually did hate. I I I I am at least thoughtful enough to say I'm not putting this out there, man. I'm not putting this review out there. But if, if damn sure someone asked me to do so, I, I most likely would. Or if they e- even just ask me my thoughts on it, I'm going to be honest about it, 100. But there are, uh, trust me, there have been albums I've listened to from artists that I like, um, that I straight up hated. You never got a review from those albums. You want to know why? Because it was that damn terrible. Not all the cases. Some of the cases is just like, you know what? I didn't listen to the album because I really didn't like the singles. Or it was something about their previous project that turned me away. That 
when they put out something else, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to skip this one and then possibly go back to listening to a project of theirs in the future, you know, that's that, but one time listens aren't ruining shit, now y'all can talk about, I'm going to wait a month, I'm going to wait this, I'm going to wait that until I listen to this album, cool, that's on you. But forcing yourself, if you have to force yourself to like something, simply because that's what the artist wants you to do, simply because you don't want to be the outcast, that's not being real. And at the end of the day, I'm all about being honest and being real whenever I do these episodes of the Let's Talk About a Podcast, whenever I do my album reviews on the my two cents podcast or when i write do my written album reviews on tumblr whatever i do i gotta be my true authentic self i should not be chastised and oh no one really should be chastised for saying hey this is my first time listening to this album by whoever and these are my thoughts after listening to this album for the first time And just like, you know, a lot of shit, my mind does change, people. There have been plenty of times where I've gone back and listened to albums and my mind changed. I just don't go back and redo those reviews, number one, because a lot of those damn reviews, a lot of those times when it does happen, they've happened to albums that came out a year or two or a couple years ago. I ain't got the time to be going back into my uh, Tumblr archives just to rewrite that review. I ain't got the time to go back into, uh, you know, the My Two Cents podcast and then redoing those reviews. Listening to what I said initially just so I could say, okay, I agree with that standpoint. I disagree with that. No. It's a simple, if you were to ask if it was to be brought up in conversation, how do you feel about this album now? Have you listened to it again? Do you still feel the same way you initially did? It's a simple yes or no, if that's the case. But it's not rocket science when it comes to this album review shit, people. And I'm not saying everybody could do it. I'm not making it seem as though this is just something that everyone could do. And I'm not acting like I'm the master. Like I could teach a master class on this shit. Because what it is, is what I do is I just listen to the music. And if I like the music, if I enjoy the music and the content, then I rate the album based on, I give it a rating out of 10. Based on my enjoyability. Now how much I hate it. You know. My enjoyability. Of that album. That project. It's really that simple. When people bring up. It's no way in hell. You can get the similes. And the metaphors. And all that other. Yada yada fucking yada yo. I understand that. After someone's first time listen. They may not catch everything. That. Especially a a lyricist like Lupe Fiasco uh, would say, uh, or a J. Cole would say in, you know, their music. I understand that. But if you're just talking about, if you're listening to an album and 
you don't understand anything about what's going on, or at least have a gist of what this song is about, what that song is about, what the album is about, if it's a concept album, then, of course, you need to re-listen to it before sharing your thoughts. Unless your thoughts was, I don't know what the fuck I just listened to. I'm confused as fuck. Other than that, you of course, you need to re-listen to it. But if you have an idea, if you have a gist, a good enough idea, put it out there. Share Share your thoughts. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Especially if your one-time listen was more of a better... Especially was a a better, uh, uh, I guess, synopsis of the album than someone who listened to it 500 times and forced themselves into, yo, this album was about this and that and blah, 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 and then they was far off. You've ever seen those people who overanalyze shit? It couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those idiots. So all you assholes out there, you morons and all you, oh my God, (laughs) it's crazy because I never thought I'd be the, this is a Lupe Fiasco album that I really, really liked. Gave it a great rating action. Again, go to my My Two Cents podcast if you want to check out that review but it's just odd now that there are people one I appreciate that people actually listen to me whether they dislike my album reviews whether they dislike the fuck I gotta say I appreciate the fact that there are people out there who pay attention but then they want to complain about the shit that I say which is you know their right to do so but it's also my right to say what the fuck I gotta say and speak freely and speak honestly, as I've always been doing. I'm not going to, you know, because you may have the time to listen to an album multiple times per week, especially when there's multiple albums that come out back to back to back to back. I had to listen to Lupe's album because I had to listen to it once after my initial listen and then review that because No Name's album came out and I had to make sure I had the content I I, I had both content ready for upload that's why I can imagine people like you know Anthony Fantano and other people who do who listens to tons of albums way more than I do per week or per day they have to make sure that okay I listen to this I listen to that I did you know like I said people yes everybody has 24 hours in a day but not everybody's 24 hours is the same a lot of us have lives other than kissing rappers asses people that's just because your life is going on waking up kissing your favorite rapper's ass until you feel tired until you pass out and then you fall asleep and then you dream about kissing your rapper's ass and then you wake up and do the same damn thing over and over and over again just because your day is like that your that's how you choose to spend your 24 hours doesn't mean that's how i and others choose to spend our 24 hours a lot of us have responsibilities like quote grown man issues right or grown man problems, right? 
I'll get into all that, you know, during the story time at the end of this episode. But just to wrap up this segment, I don't want to spend too much longer on this stupid ass idea that first listen or just one listen reviews are ruining hip hop. No, sensitive rappers are ruining hip hop. Kiss ass stands are ruining hip hop. People who don't want to hear anything, uh, especially rappers who don't want to hear uh, reviews or, or, or just anything from, from people who may not say something that they want them to say about their albums. It's art. God damn it. At the end of the freaking day, if you aren't confident enough to say, this is my art, not everybody's going to like it. Then don't put your shit out there. I've said this all the damn time. I get tired of these rappers. Now I'm not just I'm not, I'm not subbing J. Cole. I'm saying if he thought this way in th- 2013, yes, I'm talking about 2013 J. Cole. But anybody, really, artists out there, if you if you're really that self-conscious and insecure about your art, and you don't really understand that, okay, some people may not like this. I'm going to put this song out. I'm going to put this project out. There are some people who may not like this. And if you can't, you can't live with that, then you should not be in, uh, you know, the field that you're doing right now, it's not for you. Just like I know when I put out these podcast episodes, when I put out my Tumblr posts, when I put out YouTube videos, when I put out whatever artsy shit, I guess I do, right? When I put, when I write books and shit, when I put them out. I know not everyone's going to like it. I still put it out there because I am satisfied with the final product and I want to put it out there to the world. That's what it is. I know what subjectivity is. So get that's what's going to ruin hip hop and just the music industry in general, because it's not just rappers super sensitive about oh my god you you don't like my shit you're a hater it ain't that i don't listen to the artists that i hate let's make that clear made that clear a bunch of times but i'm gonna make it clear again if i listen to artists album reviews because i'm not like an anthony fantano where he'll listen to album reviews because it's kind of his duty to do so I mean, he'll listen to albums because it's kind of his duty to do so, right? Whether he's a fan of the artist or not. I'm not, I'm, I'm assuming I, he may be a fan of every artist he listens to, but it's kind of his duty to do so. Me, on the other hand, it's a hobby. It's not really, I want, I don't get paid to do it. So it's not really a duty. It's a hobby. And two, I only listen to artists that I am a fan of. Jermaine Cole, I listened to your albums, your last two albums, because I am a fan of you, Jermaine Cole, so whether I like those projects or not, because I can tell you, I didn't like uh, For Your Eyes Only, and that was my first time listening to a J. Cole project, I didn't really like For Your Eyes Only, but I like K.O.D., but to artists like Jermaine and artists like other artists out there, I'm not listening to your albums to shit on them either. 
I want to make that point too. A lot of people think, oh, you, or if they get this feeling of you just want to hate on everything. No, I don't want to waste 30 minutes to an hour of my motherfucking time just to shit on an album, especially by artists that I like. If I like the artist, I'm going to want their projects to be good. But I'm not going to lie and say that they're good because I'm a fan of the artist. I'm not going to lie simply because I feel as though that if I admit to uh, not liking the, uh, the artist, then that's me taking some type of personal L. A lot of people do that when they buy into anything. Video games, art. Uh, I mean, video games, music, uh whatever they they'll purchase some and they say they will feel like they have to like it because they purchased it no you don't have to like it because you purchased something you don't have to defend something because you purchased it if you purchase something you're expecting to like it you're expected to enjoy whatever that 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 uh purchase is but if you don't like it share your thoughts on it and simply don't buy into it ever again simple as that you you don't like a video game franchise why you think i'm done with the 2k franchise i got tired of spending my money on the shitty ass games and nothing was changing so i said fuck that i'm not buying into 2k anymore and voila the same folks who get upset with who got upset with the call of duty series said the same damn thing you can do the same damn thing with music you can say okay i'm tired of this artist making shitty music i am not buying their their albums or their projects anymore it's that simple i'm tired of this restaurant making shitty food i am not buying uh i am not getting food from this restaurant anymore I'm tired of this clothing brand making shitty clothes. I am not buying from this brand anymore. It's really that simple, people. I know I said I was going to wrap it up, but I'm going to wrap it up right right now with this. Whenever I do my one time in quotation marks, because simply because you heard me listen to, I mean, you heard me review an album after my first listen that does not necessarily mean I listened to the album one time and that was the only time after that that's those are my initial thoughts there have been plenty of times when I've gone back and listened to albums and there have been plenty of times when I was like yep what I said in that review was right or a little bit changed I'll tell you right now I'll give you an example Somewhat of a recent example. It's not really recent, but Kendrick Lamar's Damn. Uh, you know, I listened to it a, a couple times after my initial reaction. Um, now, my review, again, was my initial reaction. Listen to it a couple times after my initial reaction because that was one of the albums people was trying to pressure me into re-listening to. Uh, and all I can say was the album got a little better. It still wasn't a good, it's still not as good as people made it seem. It's still not better than uh, Two Pimper Butterfly. Two Pimper Butterfly still is Kendrick Lamar's best album. And one of the best albums I've heard in a long time. To be real with y'all, in the past, if I'm going to say in the past decade, still one of the best albums I've heard in the past decade. Two Pimper Butterfly. And Head Over Heels Better Than Damn, still. 
that's my thoughts on that. On to the next segment. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, so we back. Talk about Brett Kavanaugh, all right? So, yes, yeah, some politics talk right now. If that turns you away, I guess this is somewhat political, I guess. It deals with politics and deals with uh, possible Supreme Court justice. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's politics. But either or, if you're turned away by politics and stuff, fast forward to the rant I guess I'm going to have at the end. Um, or, you know, feel free to, you know, not listen to the episode. I appreciate you if you listen to the first part of me ranting on sensitive ass rappers in their bitch ass stands. Um, you know, share this, uh, share this episode out with your people and <laughs> whatever. So Brett Kavanaugh, um, for those wondering if you, if you've ever wondered, well, what are, uh, what does Ernest think about Brett Kavanaugh? Does he think he's guilty? I think that nigga guilty as fuck. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. I RP to Canaan. But yeah. Um what makes me think that before I get into my total breakdown of the the uh the hearing. Um because I watched it from beginning to end, and there are certain things that I am gonna bring up that I thought was interesting and should be discussed. So I'm going to talk about it on the Let's Talk About It podcast, my podcast. So with that being said, why I think he's guilty as fuck? Well, he really wasn't answering any questions. Um, and every and every all of his quote answers had either a long story behind it before he actually answered the shit or he. Uh, and when I say answered, I mean before he deflected the shit. Or he just went straight to deflect mode. It wasn't a direct yes or no. Even questions they asked him that he brought up, like when he was saying he would welcome an FBI investigation or any type of investigation, right? They was like, oh, word? So, I, right, so, uh, will you, uh, be investigated by the inter- uh, FBI right now? Yes or no? And what I mean by right now, I mean, like, would they, would he put, uh, you know, would he ask for the Supreme Court to put his, I guess, his vote hearing or whatever on hold so he could be investigated, investigated by the FBI? He had a long ass story as before deflecting. Even though he stated himself that he was welcoming, he would welcome that type of investigation. Then he deflected that question. So I think there's a lot. And again, you have to watch the hearing to see the deflection because it was a lot, people. I can't remember all of it. 
In fact, the only most memorable ones were the ones where he's talking about beer and liking beer and and talking about and keep saying that he busted his butt to get into Yale or, you know, his his friends and stuff. I thought the friend's story was funny as fuck, especially especially the the one <laughs> talked about the dude Squee, right? Uh nicknamed Squee, right? Um but uh other than that, it, you know, is he's he's guilty as fuck. I I believe he did what doctor uh I forget the lady's name. I I'm, I'm I apologize, but I know she's a doctor. So uh, I believe what the doctor is saying is correct, but let me get on her real quick because I do have, I don't think she understands how much of a pawn she's being used. Now she came out with the whole, I'm doing this independently. I am not a pawn in the political, uh, battle, which I think is bullshit, uh, bullshit on the part of the Democrats. I think this is the Democrats' tactics, and I'm kind of disappointed to see uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris um, be part of this type of tactics. And it's like, if this is what y'all trying to do, y'all claiming to be the Democratic or throwing shots out there, basically, to be running against Trump in 2020. Uh, yeah, Trump is winning again if y'all pulling these bullshit tactics. Because the Democrats still haven't learned from their mistakes. And it's looking like they're, 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 they're still the part. And I'm not, and I'm nowhere near a Republican. And I am nowhere near, uh, saying that the Republican Party is the party with more morals than the Democrats. But they're still pulling out the Dems are still pulling out immoral tactics like using a victim, a real life victim that I believe is an actual victim of sexual assault, rape, um, to take down someone of a different political party. I get into that because and I forget dude's name. Uh, one of the guys that was basically defending Brett Kavanaugh, he had evidence of a brand new website of another potential judge, I guess, a Supreme Court judge that the Republicans are trying to elect, who also has basically the same uh, allegations uh, against him uh, that Brett Kavanaugh has. The same website that published the takedown Brett Kavanaugh, uh, you know, campaign that's going on right now. It's basically the same website that took out the same domain uh, or took out a domain name and <clears throat> they're trying to take down this other judge now. Now, I am not saying that they're making up these rape allegations at all. No. What these judges, what these creep-ass dudes, these frat white boys, these privileged fuckheads, what they're guilty of doing is their own doing. So in no way, shape, or form am I saying that the Democrats are finding women, convincing them to lie and say that these Republicans And I gotta remember to turn down my fucking volume when I'm recording. I was doing so well... 
so well with that the past couple of days, or cu- couple of weeks actually when recording. Uh, but today is just a shit show. I remember when I go into my last segment, but I am not saying these rape victims, sexual assault victims, are liars. No, because I believe doctor. I believe her. Um, I did not see her test. I just missed her testimony, actually, during the hearing. Literally, when I started listening to it, I know I said beginning to end. uh, But when I started tuning into it, she she was done. She was literally like just done with her her uh, testimony. So I missed it. I saw a glimpse of a clips of it. I saw it, um, I missed it live, I must say. I saw it, you know, the, the clips and everything, and I saw what she said. But I didn't see it live as as I did the other stuff, because when I was watching it, when I tuned into the hearing live, like I said, when I first started tuning into it, she literally just finished her testimony. Uh, and then I, from then on, I watched the entire thing. Uh, but I did get the chance to see it some other time, just not live. So with that being said, um, the things she was saying, um, I, I believe her. I believe her. I do believe that she truly wants justice to be served. Um, what I don't believe is the people who claim to give a fuck about her. And I don't mean her fam. I mean the Democrats. Um, I don't mean the protesters. I mean the Democrats. Because everybody who who is protesting and are on her side, especially her family supporting her, I truly believe them. Now, when I say the Democrats, I'm not, obviously, I don't mean all. There are people on both sides of the political spectrum or the mainstream political spectrum, I'm going to say, that actually feel for this girl actually believe it there are republicans that actually believe her whether they want to believe whether they want to admit it or not there's been a bunch of them actually in that room that you could tell they believe brett kavanaugh did this shit you know they had canaan <laughs> the spirit of canaan came in their mind and was like yeah he did that shit he guilty as fuck right for those who don't know why the fuck I keep saying that, it's a power reference. I, I, you know, what I'm saying if you don't know what the fuck that is, you do your. I'm not gonna say do your Google's. Do your Ecosia's. Ecosia is a search engine, just like Google. They don't pay me, but I'm still gonna give them the you know shout out because I love them. Um, hopefully they'll sponsor me, but they don't. But it's just like Google. But the only difference is whenever you search something on Ecosia, that's E-C-O-A-S-I-A. Whenever you do search something on Ecosia, uh, you know, it, 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 it plants a tree. You know, the, the developers of the Ecosia make sure a tree is planted all over the world. So... You know, you 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 want to reduce your carbon imprint or footprint, whatever that that term is. I suggest you number one, uh, use BPA bottles. You can do that. 
instead of plastic bottles. But you can also just download Ecosia on your phone, your, your iOS or Android phone for free and make that your search engine and not Google. That I don't think is doing much. Shout out to Google. I ain't trashing Google. They, I, I hear they employ a lot of people, a lot of potential uh, great techs of the future. So shout out to them for doing that. But when I'm talking about the environment, because I'm not a great tech. I'm not a tech at all. Uh, I'm talking about the environment. Saving the environment, especially with trees, because I love trees. Uh, so, of course, I'm going to be down with that. But when you're on Ecosia, you can search up Power. You can search up Canaan. Or you can search up the quote I keep using. But back on to the Kavanaugh. Um... There are people from both sides who truly believe he is guilty and they truly want justice for doctor uh, and all any other victim of sexual assault and rape. So when I say the Democrats, it's just obvious to me that this is their tactic, though. It's obvious that instead of building up credible politicians with actual with an actual plan to uh, benefit Americans, they are going with smear campaigns once again. They're going with, see how bad they are, see how they, and I'm not saying smear campaigns as in the fact that it's not true because a lot of this, see how bad they are is true. A lot of this shit Hillary was saying about Trump how bad he is and hey look would you really would you really want this guy as your president or would you want me she was saying some true shit surprisingly right truth coming from hillary's mouth i know right but she was saying some true shit about trump but that's not how you win people over when people who actually give a fuck about the country we want policies we want to know what the hell you're going to do about this healthcare shit. We want to know what you're going to do about education. We want the troops to come home, goddammit. We want true equality. We want rights and freedoms. We want things that actually matter. Not knowing that this dickhead is a dickhead. Because we already know this dickhead is a dickhead. We don't need to know that. And yes, we want justice. True justice out there for rape victims or victims of any atrocity out there what are you going to do about that as a potential presidential candidate what are you going to do how are you going to convince me to vote for you because talking shit about these politicians this supreme court judge whoever it's not going to make me vote for you and be like well this guy's raped somebody but this person hasn't raped anybody, so I'm voting for the non-rapist. No, it doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for the rapist either. Absolutely not. It just means I'm going to find somebody else who actually has a plan that I fuck with and vote for that person. Because you obviously don't have a plan. Your plan is, well, I'm not a rapist, so vote for me. I can say that with this podcast. I'm not a rapist, people, so listen to my podcast. It's not really going to convince people to listen to my podcast. 
I have to talk about things that a people care about. I have to give a standpoint. I have to be myself, obviously, but I have to, you know, be attractive, meaning that I have to put out something that is worth listening to, worth getting people's uh, follow, worth getting people's uh, 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 listen on a weekly basis, right? Or daily basis. That'd be great. But I have to do that. I can't just say, well, this podcast over here, they still shit for me all the time, even though I could do that. This podcast over here, this guy's a rapist, even though there's probably a bunch of podcasts out there on that freaky shit, right? Freaky in a bad way, right? This podcast out there, all they do is shit on other podcasts because they're jealous because they don't got other podcasts. They don't got, you know, they're not popping like that, right? You know, life is not a smear campaign. That's high school childish shit. And the only people who get a rise of that shit are immature minds. Now, I know I'm supposed to be just talking about the hearing, but all this is intertwined. I think Doc, like I said, I can't stress this enough. I believe Doc. You know, they got, they had that say, believe women. I believe this woman 100%. She even says she's 100% sure Brett Kavanaugh was the guy who raped her. I'm going to take a simple word. But I 100% believe her. And I 100% believe that she believes or that she knows it's Brett Kavanaugh. Who I don't 100% believe is on her side, really, is the Democrats. I don't think this woman knows how much of a pawn she is being used. A, polit- a political pawn. She is being used. And again, the, you know, uh, 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 Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, all the others, they can ask really great questions, right, to stump Brett Kavanaugh. I am not criticizing that as well, because a lot of the questions were prominent questions that I would even ask. But my defense for this woman isn't a political one, right? It's because I actually want justice for, uh, you know, this victim of Brett Kavanaugh, who is indeed guilty as fuck, all right? Rest in peace to Canaan. Now, as far as Kavanaugh's, I guess, reaction or response to everything, like I said, it was deflection off a of deflection off a of deflection off of stories to try to deflect and then stories to lead up to a deflection and not an answer. If you're not guilty of something, I don't give a fuck how many people are accusing you of something. If I'm if I'm accused of God forbid, if but if I'm accused of rape or sexual assault of somebody that I know that I did not do, I am going to defend myself till death. And I really mean that literally. If I have to die defending my name, I will do so. And I will just, you know, hope that the truth comes to light. But 
people aren't gonna, you know, the truth nowadays, it really doesn't, I know people are gonna be, uh, they like to throw around, um, people are so, it, 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 it's, it's guilty until proven innocent now, and, you know, with a lot of cases, I agree with that, but when somebody is shown to be guilty, like, I want somebody who is defending Brett Kavanaugh, really, and I don't mean the, the Republicans who want to vote him in, I mean the not the Supreme Court justices, I should say, who want to vote him in. <clears throat> I mean, the everyday people like myself. Well, not like myself, but I am an everyday person. I don't believe in Kavanaugh. But everyday people. I want y'all to explain to me Kavanaugh's tactics. Tell me, when did you think he answered any question clearly? Because I feel like the only question he probably answered clearly was, your name is Brett Kavanaugh, right? Or, or if, if, when it was, when he was asked to state his name at the beginning. My name is Brett Kavanaugh. Literally the, probably the only truth he stated that night, or that day, I should say, during the hearing, um, Probably the only truth, but only direct answer he gave. Other than that, it was all wrapped arounds. Now, if you fell for the wraparound, I don't know what to tell you, Jack. Like, you're, I think you really need to re, re-watch that hearing. Um, or, you know, not re-watch it. You know? Pull a one time like I do with my album reviews and get people mad. You know what I'm saying? Because you're sharing your thoughts on something you watch one time. And I don't mean to get off topic, but I I wanted to say this during the first segment. To all you morons who get mad at me for listening to an album and sharing my thoughts initially, how come y'all don't take that same sentiment with movies, with TV shows, with food? When people try something for the first time, books, video games, whatever, they typically share their thoughts on it, good, bad, or indifferent. When you've tried, let's just say, uh, you know, the first time you tried pizza and you loved it, what if someone said, no, 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 (laughs) they hit you with that Cat Williams, no, no, no. You have to try it again and again and again and again and again. And then you tell me what you think about pizza. Are you serious? What about movies? When Black Panther came out, everybody loved it. After watching it one dying. Now, there, there was so many, there was so much love for it. People did see it about six to 16 to 500 times. But still, the point of the matter is, when you watch, especially with movies, if you liked it that much your first time and you decided, I'm going to watch this movie again, no one says, oh, those people were ruining the movie industry. You're actually doing more for the movie, that movie and the movie industry than someone who watches a movie one time and decide 
and says, hey, I like this movie, but not watch it again. Now, I've watched Black Panther at least two, three times. Actually, three times. When it came on Netflix, I watched it again. And then it came on Showbox, I watched it again. So, after my initial... That's a total of three times. So, two times after my initial watch of the movie. And I still like it. I liked it after my first time. So, shut the fuck up, people. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talk about. Y'all just mad because y'all some sensitive Bettys and... You want everyone to like what you like. But back to the whole Kavanaugh shit. What else do I have to say about it? I think I've said everything, actually. Uh, I think I did. Just to... Just to... I guess... uh, Shorten everything that I stated. Kavanaugh guilty as fuck. That's apparent. From the way he he acted. From the way that he didn't answer the question. I think it's very apparent that he's guilty and he definitely should be getting the Bill Cosby treatment. Uh, But white guys can get away with shit that us black men can't. And that's my whole big thing with the whole with Bill Cosby. People want to bring up how come he's the one being locked up? It's because he's black. Um, I don't understand why people these same folks who ask that question claiming to be woke aren't woke to the fact that black men aren't the same as white men even though you have these trash ass women who will say that that we are the same we're really not because if we were black men would be able to get away with the same shit white men would get away with heck black men wouldn't be charged and I'm just throwing out numbers here 30 times worse than a white man for the same drug offenses or for the same crimes. Even when both parties have no prior convictions, no prior records or arrest records or anything, right? So clearly we're not the same. Brothers and sisters out there. So Black men, carry yourself like the king that you truly are. And stop thinking that you can get away with white people shit or white guy shit. And I'm not excusing it and saying that white people are forever going to get away with shit because they're white. All I'm saying is you have a bigger target on your back. Literally, your black back. Because it's black. So, to try to get away with shit or to try to do shit that white men have been getting away with for centuries, for years, um, look in the mirror daily and true and really ask yourself, if I were to do what these white guys are doing, could I get away with it? People going to bring up rarities like OJ getting away with murder. And a bunch of white guys haven't gotten away with murder. OJ is a rarity. You know what else is a rarity? 90-year-old women giving birth. Does that mean that I should uh, that all I recommend that all 90 uh to all women should wait at the tender age of 90 to have a baby? No. So not all black men should be out here doing some wild shit 
in thinking they can get away with it because we live in America and if this white guy got away with it then I can have the possibility of getting away with it nah like I said just cause that 90 year old woman gave birth I'm not just pulling shit out my ass I think a 93 year old uh, woman recently gave birth healthy baby and everything but yeah <laughs> a 93 year old ba- uh, lady I was about to say a 93 year old baby but nah a 93 year old lady recently gave birth and everything so yeah uh, ladies out there I don't suggest you wait till the age of 93 to have a kid if that's what you want I want you to have that kid when you're ready but 93 uh, for your health sake I'm not saying because of oh who wants a fucking 93 year old some people out there would like to do that obviously this 93 year old had gave birth so somebody impregnated her if it wasn't artificial insemination but yeah she gave birth so I'm just saying rarities happen but that does not mean that because rarities happen that we should um accept uh, 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 accept it as a universal uh norm because it's rare because if it was normal then it wouldn't be rare simple as that it's number one number two um we shouldn't and I'm not comparing a 90 something year old woman being bad to anybody black or non-black raping a woman or drugging women and raping them um, or raping them while they're passed out drunk I am not comparing to I'm just saying that because you have a bunch of white rapists out there I'm speaking to black men especially at this point because you have a bunch of white rapists out there in Congress, in politics, in whatever field, right? In the entertainment business, who have gotten away with rape, sexual assault, does not mean because you're in the same field that you're going to get away with it. That's that. Um, but I will pay, I will keep a close eye on this Brett Kavanaugh thing, um, still. And if I have anything new to say, I'll most likely tweet about it. If not, then I'll probably discuss it on an episode, a future episode or so. Um, But yeah, definitely I'm keeping a close eye on this shit. Um, I stated whatever I got to say, everything I had to say about it. Once again, I want the victim to get justice. I hope that she is living in good spirits her family everybody who is truly supporting her i hope that you all stay strong as well to the democrats out there who don't really want to give and another reason why i believe that uh i think that old lady on the democratic side who was talking about the whole leak shit um that letter that uh the doctor it was a confidential letter right this is just coming to my mind, people. Um, there was a confidential letter that I guess Doc didn't want to be put out there, but it was leaked. No one knows who leaked it. 
apparently. The, this old lady from the Democratic side got on her baby tent. She she had a little temper tantrum. It wasn't me. My my party didn't leak it. Um, and then tried to justify it. She had like people all in her ear telling her shit what to say. I I thought she was bullshitting too. So I think if she herself didn't leak it, she knows who did. And I think the Democrats did so because they're conniving motherfuckers. So to the Democrats out there who truly are using this uh, once again as a way to stick it to the Republicans because they're still mad about what happened with the election. Shame on y'all. Like, uh, you know, Kennedy said, shame on y'all. The thing is, Kennedy, um, not everybody, Senator Kennedy, not everybody believes in God. So you can't really use the, you can try. Trust me, you can try. That works on me because I, I actually fear God. So it's like you can use that on me and I have a guilty conscience at the end of the day. But not everybody has a guilty conscience. So you can use the God is watching you lying basically on them. They're not going to care. And I feel like there are members of the Democratic Party who simply just don't care. They don't believe in God. They don't fear God. So the God is watching you. God watched you lie. God watched you. You is watching you use this woman as a political pawn line. Um, it's not. It's, it doesn't work on everybody. Some people truly just don't care. Um, and that's the world we live in. So what we need to enact is actual punishment. Uh, to those people who do things, not saying we should punish atheists, no. I'm saying people who intentionally do wrong because they truly believe they don't what because they don't have a guilty conscience. That that's all it is to it. But they truly believe that they will receive no punishment for it. They want to be the ones to punish everybody, but they believe that they don't deserve any type of punishment for any wrongdoing. What we need to do is use the God within ourselves and enforce that punishment. Not just sit and wait and pray that God, the spirit that he or she is, is going to punish those people's lives. You can do that. I am not saying don't do that. I'm saying you can do that, but me, I'm the type that I would want to use the power that God instilled in me to make those people know that, no, you're not going to live throughout life unpunishable while punishing everybody else because you don't have a guilty conscience. So that's that. The last segment before I get into it, it's going to be a big disclaimer. Um, it's all about me ranting. And I'm going to get my fuck you old bitter nigga bag. <laughs> right? Uh, it's about, you know, uh, my current work situation. Or just, just, just the people. 
I've dealt with during my work career life. I know I ranted on that a couple weeks ago, I believe, or just my work life a couple weeks ago. Um, so if you're not interested in listening to that, feel free to, again, not just, 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 just stop listening to this episode. I appreciate it if you listen to this segment. I appreciate it if you listen to the first segment. All right. So until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. But if you're going to continue to listen on to the next segment. All right. On to the last segment. And yeah, this wouldn't have been a segment had I not had this conversation with a co-worker of mine yesterday. So, yeah, thank you, uh, you old bitter-ass nigga. Anyways, um, I'm not, like I do with all my damn story times and shit, um, I'm not going to say real names, only other name you'll hear in this podcast, uh, if I'm not talking about situations like a Brett Kavanaugh or just any other situation where a name is need needed, you're going to hear just my name, right? Especially during story times, just my name. Everybody else is going to get a made up name, but you know, if you want a hint of their real name, you can guess, but the first letter of that name made up name is the first letter of their actual name. So I'm going to call this guy Benjamin. That's what it is. So I've been working at this new job that I work at now for, um, you know, it's October now. So it'd it'd be two months. But officially uh, on the 12th, we'll make it two months because I started the 12th of August. Uh, So, you know, you can say you've been there two months or a month and, you know, a couple days. But uh, I really don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever you consider it. But for this sake, let me just say I've been there two months. Scott Benjamin's been there. He's claimed for a year or about almost a year now. Right. All right. This dude's also 59 years old. I'm 27. He isn't the first older guy that I've worked with currently or in the past who for some reason, tried to treat me, try to have a uh, friendly yet father-son-ish type of, or older OG, younger guy, you know, relationship with. At the end of the day, I get tired of these niggas thinking that because I'm a young black male that I'm fatherless, because I'm not, I have a father who's still in my life and has always been in my life. All the 27 years of my life, he's been in my life. So that's number one. I don't need a father figure when I have a actual father <laughs> to be that. That's number one. Number two, I'm 27, damn near, I'm 27 years old, damn it. Not damn near 27, exactly 27. Turned 27 on August 30th. Therefore, yeah. So been 27 for a month now if we're being if we're being technical about dates and everything i've been 27 for a month doesn't feel too i mean you know i don't feel differently physically 
about, you know, being 27 than I did 26, but it's only been a month, like I said. But with all that being said, people, he's ranting, and let me tell you why he's upset, basically. So, Saturday, I was supposed to work. I called off. I gave them a bum-ass excuse, but I'm going to keep it real with y'all like I always do. I lost track of time, and I didn't want to show up late simply because I showed up late twice already at this job. Now, they're not going to fire me unless I do some drastic shit like punch one of them motherfuckers in the face. Um, And even then, I really think they're just going to suspend me. But this job needs me. I'll probably get into that, probably at a later story time, but they need me. And I don't mean need as in they just, you know, they hired me because they needed me. I mean, they really, really, really need me. They're not going to admit that, but they really need me. I've only been there two months and I know that. And of course, I'm taking advantage of that. So, haha. But, yeah, I was... I, I, you know, I called off uh, Saturday because I lost track of time like an idiot. That's my fault. That's my L. Um, He felt some type of way about it because it's a number of reasons why he felt some type of way about it. But I guess he felt a way because I don't remember if he was supposed to be if he was scheduled to work that Saturday that I took off. This was recent, too, by the way. I'm recording this and I'm uploading this October 1st, Monday. So this is last Saturday, September 29th, that I did not work. That he was called, either called in to take my position or he was already there and doing something else, but then felt some type of way because they made him take my position. He took my hours too, by the way, uh, that day, and I left work that day like I work you know 10 p.m as most days anyways um if I did work that day it was going to be seven hours so from 3 p.m to 10 p.m either or I guess he felt some type of way about how he was treated that day or just how he's treated which is understandable it's a really shitty business that doesn't really value their customers. I mean, well, they value their customers somewhat, but they really don't value the employees. You know, I can get into all that. This will make this episode super long. And I got the time because uh, I don't really got to be in work until five today. So I got the time if I really wanted to discuss all that. But um, I'm not going to right now. What I'm going to discuss is the situation that happened, the conversation I had with this dude yesterday. Um, and just situations like this with bitter old dudes who are mad at me. So uh, for a number of reasons, but they're just mad because they're bitter and they're they're upset with their life. So let me first by let me start off by saying this first to all you old niggas. I know you ain't listening right now. And if you are listening. Cool. Thank you. But I want to put this message out there. 
first of all, to the bitter old niggers I've worked with that I work with now currently and then work with in the past. I'm not trying to take your job and I am definitely not trying to be the next you. You can take that however you want to take it. I am not trying to be the old nigga working these fucked retail jobs for life. And I am definitely not trying to be the one working till death or working to pay off debt. I am not trying to accumulate any type of debt, period. That's number one. Number two. Don't start. Don't think you can start bossing me around. Because unlike the other young Dudes that work with us or the dudes my age or younger. I don't go around acting like because I will talk to just about anybody, not just the old cats, but I'll talk to anybody. And I think once again, it's one of those situations where people take kindness for weakness. Um, These old these old dudes, especially the bitter ones, think, oh, he's not like the other black boys or young dudes uh this guy is actually weak or i can talk to him any way i want to which is false i let it i let it be known to people in the past and i let it be known to this dude i don't get and i and i'm pretty sure he got the message and if he didn't get the message fully he understands at least partially I am not the one you're going to be all around here bossing around. I'm not going to be the young dude you boss around or talk to anyway, simply because you allow these white folks or you allow these people to talk to you any way they, they, they do. Simply because you need the money. And your generation is the generation of not only work until you die, work a job you don't like until you die, but the generation of, and I'm not saying everybody of this generation, let, let, let me not get a, let me not get it fucked up. I'm not saying everybody, but you're of the generation where a lot of people where you don't talk back to massa and the end every complaint you have. You say it to people because he's vocal about his complaints. But everything he says to me, he does not say because I'm the one he vents to. But I'm the one everybody vents to. So that's no surprise. Co-workers are not. Past and present. And I have no problem with it. My problem comes when people start to think because... Uh, again, because I am kind that I am weak, that they can just boss me around and treat me any other way. Cause then you're going to have me fucked up and ask anybody who's been on my bad side. That is not a side you want to see of me. I'm not trying to sound tough. I'm not trying to make myself seem hard or anything. I'm just saying you try me. You be the moron to try to try me. You gonna wish 
you haven't. You hadn't tried me. You're going to wish you hadn't met me. Because people, past, present, co-workers or not, they know for a fact. I'm not the one to be fucked with. That they shouldn't have mistaken my kindness for weakness. They should have taken that as kindness and they should have respected that. That's all I'm going to say about that aspect. But he's mad about shit. I told him, hey, yo, shit came up yesterday and that's why I called out. Life happens. He gets on this whole, you know, da 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 da. He switches from because at the when when I first saw him yesterday, I could tell he was he felt some type of way about me not working that Saturday, and I could tell he felt some type of way about me being able to call out because he kept mentioning that he he mentioned it a couple times too, which is odd because it's my life. You don't run my life. That's number one. Number two, simply because you've been working here for a year or about a year and you've never called out. Maybe, I don't know if he's never called out, but if you, you don't feel like you have the quote power to call out because you're scared to do so. You're scared to get some type of, you know, verbal questioning from the managers or whatever. You, that's, that's on you, dude. And that's on all you scared old or young motherfuckers out there. Just cause you're scared to actually talk to a quote superior the way that you would talk to anybody else does not mean that we're all scared. Managers are managers. And yes, they have a higher position than I do. But in no way, shape or form will I allow them to treat me as less than. Would I allow them to talk to me in any fucking way that they feel as though they uh, want any disrespectful way that they feel like talking to me in? And there's no way, shape, or form will I allow them to dictate what happens in my life. What the fuck I do. There have been times when I started this job. This job specifically. Where I've had days off and they tried to call. Uh, and when I say they, I really mean just one of them. Because it's one manager. But he's tried to call and, you know, come in today and it's like, nah. No, I've came in those other days. I've been working every fucking day ever since I started. This is my day off. I'm taking my day off. Y'all got a problem with it. Y'all, you, you find someone else to do it or don't, don't, or just fire me. And like I said, people, this job needs me. How this job works is backwards as fuck. Typically when they hire somebody, when they do hiring, it's because they planning on firing people. So when they hire somebody, they stop hiring people, especially when that somebody they feel as though that somebody is uh, value valuable. Now again, 
I said they don't value us, but they see when they see someone who is valuable, like me, they don't make it. They don't. They don't make it vocal. Now I say they. Not every manager. There's been one that was vocal about his appreciation. The others, not so much. But I don't work for the appreciation. I work for the fucking money. But just because I work for the money doesn't mean that I am desperate for their measly $350 checks a week. That I am desperate for work hours. That I am going to allow them to get away with shit. That I will not, that I personally won't allow anybody to get away with, manager or not. They take a specific tone with me that I don't like. I'm going to be like, yo, um, watch your fucking tone. I'm not going to say that in that language, but the sentiment is there, people. It's going to be watch your tone. Or have it take a different tone or approach with me on this situation because I've been nothing but cordial to you. Now, if you want to get loud, you want to have a shouting contest, we can go that level. And it's not going to end up pretty for you. As I stated, people, go ask anybody who's got got on my bad side. You don't want to be on that side. And the managers know that. With this one manager who will constantly call me on my days off or try to book me on my day off and stuff. uh, He knows he doesn't want to go in the back and forth with me. What I do like about this guy, Benjamin, is he wants better. Plenty of old, bitter motherfuckers want better. And it seems as though when he does, there are times where he does show glimpses of wanting to take more pride in himself. I'm getting hungry now, but I told myself I wasn't going to eat till two, but I got these muffins in my face, so I might take a bite or two. Oh, well, I still got my water over here, so I might take a swig of that. But... Back to, you know, the story. He when he he does show a little bit of glimpse of somebody who is a black man who's actually going to value himself and stick stick up to the man, right? And actually show some pride. But then when he does shit like yesterday and complain to me about how they overworked him because I took the day off because they had people there working and he he feels as though that those people are getting away with basically breaking the rules of the job because of their longevity. Now, the other people in our position that have been working there have been working there longer than we have. I was the last hiree, last person they hired, simply because they felt the need 
uh, again, this fucking business is is corny. There, with me, if I'm running that business, obviously, if we need people in certain positions, I'm going to put out campaign ads. I'm going to want to hire people who apply to those positions. Obviously, if they are capable of doing those positions, right? If I believe they're the best candidate for those positions. But what they do is no matter the position, if they need people or not, hence why they get people that hire people for one position, but then try to get people from who just applied to one position, was hired for one position to do five different positions because instead of hiring other people, they know we don't need to hire no one anymore because the last person we hired was a good person or a good candidate. Therefore, we're not planning and we're not planning on firing anybody else. Therefore, we don't need to hire people. Again, they only plan on hiring people when they fire people instead of hiring to fill positions that are that have been open for months simply because they haven't hired anybody for those said positions because nobody has applied for those said positions or when they fired people for those positions they didn't for some reason replace people even though they hired people they didn't replace anybody for those positions They'd rather have people from different departments work those positions, have to learn those positions, positions that people have been working prior to getting fired, have been working those positions for years. They want people in a matter of days to learn everything about those positions and then work those positions for months. And then if they're not doing an adequate job because they don't have years of experience in that position, they want to fire them and then continue the cycle of switching, giving people from other departments five different jobs. So I get Benjamin with his frustration with that. I get any other employee with their frustration with that. Where my frustration with Benjamin comes is he's another old bitter man. That's that's number one. But number two, he thinking that he can just talk to me anyway. And he stopped after I let it be known yesterday. Like I said, I let it cl- I let it be known. Dude, you need to stick up for yourself. Whatever frustrations you have with them, you need not to take on me, take it out on me or any other employee because Number one, me and you are literally in the same position. That's number one. Number two, we're employees. You're not my boss. I am not your boss. You're not my manager. I am not your manager. Life shit happens. I'm not going to, if something were to happen, I had to call off today. I'm not going to say, well, I wonder how this is going to affect Benjamin. He tried to convince me to think that way, but he's not going to think that way. If the roles were reversed where he had to take off some time and then they called me, he's not going to say, well, I wonder how this is going to affect Ernest or any of the other workers in our position. 
No, he's going to focus on whatever issue that he had going on at the time. Now, it just so happened Saturday, it wasn't a serious issue other than me losing track of time, me not wanting to show up late, and me simply just not wanting to work that damn day. So I made up an excuse, told them, and I didn't work that damn day. That was it. But what if it was, God forbid it was something serious, like a family emergency, where I had to call off? God forbid in the future there is a family emergency or something where I do have to call off. This nigga expects me to be more considerate to his wants and needs than that of my own. Because his punk ass doesn't know when to call out. He's talking about, he shared a story within this long ass story he shared. He claimed the last two weeks he was in jury duty. He's upset that. And everybody knows this. When you're in jury duty, your job is supposed to pay you for the days you're in jury duty. Because you miss work those days, obviously. The notice even says so. By law, I believe they're obligated to pay you for, I guess, either a certain number of days or just pay you in general. Right? I've never really done jury duty so long to where I miss multiple days of work. It was typically one day. Every time I went on jury duty, I wasn't picked to be the jury. So I never really got the full jury duty experience of being a jury on a jury, a juror on a jury, right? I've only had that one day miss and that was that. So what I'm saying is everybody knows that. If you don't know that, then you know now. Or you can look it up on Ecosia. Once again, Ecosia, a search engine that actually helps the environment, not Google. But shout out to Google, too. I ain't got problems with Google. It's just I'm with a culture now. So sorry. But anyways, he he claims it, he was on jury duty for the last two weeks. Whatever. That's his life. But he's upset that the job kept asking him to come in. Now, the crazy thing is those last two weeks, I was working those two weeks, too. I did not see him at all. So he's claiming that he still had to work those two weeks. Uh, I didn't see you, bro. So unless you was doing something else, those two weeks that the job was still asking you to come in to do. I'm calling bullshit on it. Because I didn't see him those last two weeks at all. I didn't. So, jury duty for two weeks. You claim you still had to work. Your problem is you 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 shouldn't have worked those days, which he's right. He shouldn't have worked those days. But here's another issue with this nigga. This supposed n- dude who has... Grown man bills to pay, as he put it yesterday. This nigga is in debt with creditors. And also, he proceeded to talk about, because I brought it up. I said, if you were in jury duty for those two weeks and they haven't paid you for those, for that time you miss, right? How come 
you just don't show them the letter. People, it's not rocket science. When you get to notice that they want you to serve jury duty, the notice says you can show this letter to your employee as proof to your employer as proof that you were in jury duty during this date or these dates. And they are obligated to pay you for the time that you wasn't at work because of jury duty. I brought that up to him. He, oh, oh, well, I, you know, you know how the mail cycle takes. It takes like a couple of weeks or days for it to, um, no. How did you know you was in jury duty? The first letter that you get is the letter that tells you you can show to employees. And even after you, 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 you do jury duty, yes, it will probably take a couple of weeks or days for you to get that letter saying, thanks for showing up this day. You, we will not contact you for another three years for your next jury duty, jury duty date, right? But there's always an initial letter before you even serve. There's an initial letter saying we we want you to come in this date, this time, this location. This nigga lost that letter. Apparently, I'm saying apparently because if there was jury duty he had to do for those two weeks, he clearly lost the letter. Because that letter is proof enough for him to bring up to the managers, bring up to them and say, yes, I was in jury duty. See, I told y'all. So y'all calling me to come in at these times. I told y'all that I had jury duty, but he didn't have that proof. How the fuck is that my fault? 59 years old. I, he said this month, actually, in October, it's his birth. Uh, I don't know when. But he'll be 60 this month. And his dumbass doesn't know that he can use that as proof. His dumbass doesn't know not to throw away jury duty notices if you're working a job, especially when the notice says you can use the proof to say that you had jury duty. I've been doing that since I was 18. Probably even a little younger than it. Yeah, well, 18, you know, you start serving at 18. But I didn't get my first jury duty notice till I was 21, 22-ish. But, but what I've been saying is I've been using that same initial notice since my early 20s. And I've never had an issue getting paid. I've never had an issue with an employee saying you have to work these days or I had an issue with any employee saying, how come you didn't work this day when I showed them the proof? Heck, I've even had doctor notices and and not gotten any type of punishment or scrutiny for not showing up to work because of a doctor's appointment. That I had. Eye doctor, dentist, checkup, you name it. I've used notes to do that. 
even when I was in high school, high school age, I've used those notes to get to excuse an absence. So you're telling me, Benjamin, at 60 years old, damn near 60 years old, you don't know that these notices that you get from the juror, from the doctors, are usable, can be used by you as a reason, I won't say an excuse, as a reason to back up your claim that you aren't able to attend to an obligation that you are supposed to attend to, such as work, such as, uh, uh, you know, school. These things can be excused, but you rather take the dummy route and get mad at me because you don't want to get mad at Massa because you're afraid of getting fired. And he has this stupid ass saying he always, he's been saying to me a lot. They think I'm greedy. No, I'm not greedy. I'm needy. Who, who admits to being needy? I mean, I need the money too, but it's mainly greed. But it, like I said, it's a difference between my generation and his generation. Not all people of his generation and not all people of my generation. But there's a clear difference between my generation and his generation. My generation is the generation of folks who aren't afraid to be vocal to anybody. We also also aren't afraid to be physical as well, but I don't want to take it. I can't speak for everybody in my generation, but I don't want to take it there if not necessary. But if it is necessary, I will take it there. And it will end out however it ends out. Same with the vocal spats. They will end off however they end off. But this whole grown man issues, I have grown men. First of all, if you attribute you and your bad credit to being to grown man issues, then I don't want to be grown. I want to be a Toys R Us kids for life then, my nigga. Like... I don't want to grow up. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. But for real. No. I uh, Debt? My nigga? Like that's nothing to brag about. You talking about some. I don't know about your issues. But I got grown man bills. So you. He has a phone. So he, he clearly has a phone bill. I have a phone bill too. So I guess that's a grown man bill in his eyes. But he's in debt with credit cards or just creditors in general. He said that he, he kept saying the credit he kept saying the creditors don't care about, you know, excuses I have. Right? He's saying the creditors don't care about that. Um, you consider that grown man debt? I mean grown man bills. I don't owe a credit card payment. I don't owe creditors jack. 
I don't. I don't want those issues. I don't want them at 27. I don't want them at 37. I don't want them at 47, 57, 67, 77, 87. If I live long enough to be 97 or 107 or 1007. I don't want those issues, period. So you trying to belittle me and I I don't know about yours, but I have grown man bills to pay. Nigga, it sounds like you got stupid nigga bills to pay. It sounds like you spent 59 years of your life making bad decision after bad decision and you're getting mad at me and anybody else because we don't have those bad decisions. And I am not in no way, shape or form trying to down anybody who has bad credit. You know, these credit card motherfuckers are a scam. And I suggest y'all go with Capital One. I mean, I'm thinking about it, but they seem the most legit when it comes to repairing and building your credit. Capital One, people. Again, I am not sponsored by any of these people that I shot, these entities that I shot out. But if they want to sponsor your boy, hit me up. You know? Uh, but... If these are, if, if, if owing, if not knowing how to handle a jury duty notice is a grown man issue, <laughs> if not paying your credit on time or being, you know, X amount of dollars in debt with credit cards and credit, uh, with creditors, because you may have taken out loans that you know you couldn't have paid back. I've never taken out a loan ever. You want to know Why? I don't like borrowing money from anybody, from banks, not even from people. I don't like owing money. I don't like the feeling of doing so. So I've always been in type to where if I don't got the money for that shit, I am not getting it. Unless I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get the money. Pay it in full. I'm a pay in full type of nigga. And it's not easy being living that way. I'm not saying that my life is perfect at all. But he he no I am not gonna stand for him because he's an old ass dude or anybody feeling like they can belittle me and belittle my struggles because I'm not out here in thousands of dollars in debt. Fuck out of here. Grown man bills. What you owe a couple baby moms some shit? He got this one ratchet ass chick that always pretty ass lady, pretty ass girl. Her and her sister is fine as hell, but she smokes like a fucking chimney. So that pussy probably tastes like charcoal. But she got this one chick that that idolized the fuck out of her, right? customer or former employee I don't know who this girl is but she'll come by the store from time to time and idolize the fuck out of him um younger lady uh, she's probably around my age or so but idolize the fuck out of him talking about anybody who mess with him they gonna have to deal with me 
listen, I ain't trying to fight no woman. And I'm not trying to get in a fight with Benjamin or anybody. I'm just trying to do my job and do what it do. I got issues of my own as well, though. Don't try to belittle me because you made dumb dumb decisions in your 59 years of living. And because I haven't made those same stupid decisions you've made, you think I'm living an easy life. No. I'm just not living a life as hard as you're living because I'm not stupid like you. So that's that. That's the rant. And that's the end of the episode. I believe I got everything off my chest. I'm going to hit the gym now. <laughs> uh, so until I, if you listen to all three segments in full, man, I love you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your listen. I would appreciate if you helped out a brother with his financial issues and donate, hit that donation link. Donate any amount and it's a monthly thing. So you can do recurring if you want, but at the same time, you can stop whenever you want. So if you just want to make a one-time donation to your boy for the month of October, you can do that. You don't have to continuously donate throughout the rest of the year or the year of 2019. You can stop whenever you want. You can restart whenever you want. So you can start donating in October and donate again in March if you wanted to. Donate in October of next year if you wanted to. I appreciate that. But even if you don't donate a share, it's just as lovely. Because it still gets my name out there. And it will expose, obviously expose myself to more people. So... Until next time, until next episode of Let's Talk About It podcast, it's been your host, Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Stay black, black people. I don't want us to, I don't want to continue seeing or working with, definitely don't want to continue working with bitter black folks, but I definitely don't want to continue seeing bitter black folks being railroaded by the system and then turning that anger onto the younger generation. No. I want us to do better. I want everybody to do better. But especially black folks. So stay black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. And I'm out. Peace.